0: Alright, 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 hello all you gore fiends and horror hounds, this is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I am every week by Greg of the Dead, how you doing man?
1: I've been better, man, I won't lie.
0: What? This is such a fun episode. This is gonna be fun. I love this movie.
1: Oh, that's what we're calling this. This is fun.
0: Yeah, it's a fun movie.
1: (sighs) Okay, (laughs) let's just get into this. This is Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation from 1995 rated R. Is it fun? Is it? Well, also
0: 1995, 1996, 1997, depends on which release date they tried and failed at.
1: Yeah. Is it fun? Yes. I don't know, because there are definitely parts where I stop and I go, oh, what the fuck? Why? <laughs> is that fun?
0: Yes. It. This reminds me of, like, and I think Slumber Party Massacre 2 is better, but this reminds me of the same kind of movie. Of it's horrible to the point of it's good.
1: No, because, like I said, Slumber Party Massacre 2, I hated the first time I saw it. But by the second, third time, I'm like, you know what? This is fucking fun. <laughs> I've seen this movie several times. This, I know, does not have the same effect as Slumber Party Massacre 2. Oh, it does for me
0: 100% of, like, I have this now on Blu-ray and VHS. I want to track down the VHS co- uh, the DVD copy and the Laserdisc I found on eBay.
1: Don't. What did I tell you before when we found the VHS at a con we were at? <laughs> I'm like... Just throw it on the ground, Brett. We'll do it together. We can smash it underneath our feet for the good of the world.
0: Because <laughs> then he, we went back to the, another con, and that same vendor was there, and he still had this copy of Texas Chainsaw Next Gen. And I was like, yes, I will pay $8 for this VHS copy of it.
1: A shocker that no one else bought it. Color me shocked. I
0: was like, wow, I can't believe you still have this.
1: They're <laughs> like, do you want it? We'll pay you for- to take it. I'm like, here's 20 Look, if you guys don't know the story behind this movie, it was a Texas Chainsaw sequel from the 90s that was so bad, they just shelved it. They weren't even going to release it. But then, two actors rose to fame, Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey. And they both starred in this movie before they were famous. And they're like, oh boy, we have two of the biggest names in Hollywood in our Texas Chainsaw sequel that we never released. Let's put it out. And Matthew McConaughey's lawyers and agents were like, absolutely fucking not. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. We are not doing this. And they tried to sue them for capitalizing on his name and everything. Like, they tried to block the release of this. They failed. It's out there for to torture millions of people. To the point of still when they
0: released the blu-ray of it they were going to have matthew mcconaughey and renee zellweger on the cover and they still said all these years later we're like no and that's why leatherface is on the cover
1: from what i would understand it's more mcconaughey than renee zellweger at this point at this point she's calmed down and kind of talked about like you know it was a really fun shoot i saw an interview she goes It was a live chainsaw. I'm running through the field. There's no safety measures in place. So, yeah, that's kind of real fierce. Like, she's kind of come around to talking about it now and everything. I think because she's had such a career, I don't think she's worried about it tanking her career at this point.
0: Exactly. I have seen, like, uh, she's actually talking about it now somewhat, like, over the last few years, of, like, I believe the director's uh, Winnebago was the trailer for all of the actors, and it was also the makeup studio. So, like, the makeup was in the front seat, and then we were getting done up in the back seat, and shit like this.
1: Yeah, so, I mean... Which is surprising to me, because Texas Chainsaw is a huge franchise. I'm surprised it was so indie-style, this movie. Yeah, but also then watching
0: it again, it's like, oh yeah, they did not want to put any money into this whatsoever.
1: So, look, look, I'm going to get to my biggest gripe, and it's just an overall thing. It's not a nitpicky thing or anything like that. Look how far this franchise has <laughs> fucking fallen. And let's be real. like I know you like it because it's fa- bad and yes. everything. But be real with me. like When you watch this, you can't help but think, holy shit, one of the greatest horror movies or scratch-edges movies of all time, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This is it, just three entries later?
0: Is it within, tw- like, about 20 years between, it went from, like, my favorite horror movie of all time, to, holy shit, this is so bad, it's good. Like, it's, like, almost the room quality of just, like, oh, I feel like watching a really bad movie and laughing at it. It's popping next gen.
1: Like, it shouldn't be that either. Like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is known to non-horror fans. Like, it's that iconic and big. So, this shouldn't be... We shouldn't be discussing it like this. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's like if... I mean, even, like, Halloween 3, how batshit and whatnot that is, still taken seriously. Of this one, it's just, I don't know anyone that's actually a true, true, like, oh, this is actually a masterpiece film. Like, no one, if anyone likes this movie whatsoever, it's the tongue-in-cheek of, like, oh, this
1: is just terrible. Look what they did to my boy! (laughs) Dude, I sent you that. I saw Leatherface on the porch, the whole hair sniffing scene, and then he screams. And I'm like, "Oh, what did they do to you?" Like um, I felt bad for the fictional character of Bubba. I'm like, "Oh, what did they do to you?" <laughs> yeah. Jesus, you were terrifying. What happened? Which I did
0: see some behind the scenes stuff on this one. Of their idea was that Leatherface takes on more of the persona of what other face whatever face he's wearing. So, like, I guess he just wears old woman face on this movie because all he does is act like an old woman to the point of, at one point, he has a, like, gray-haired wig on.
1: Yeah, look, you can say that all you want. It's still fucking stupid. And... Not you. No. I'm saying like that.
0: And Kim Hinkle, who wrote, directed, and produced this, so we got an Edward Trifecta, he was one of the original co-writers on the original night, uh, original Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
1: Yeah, how does that happen? Like, dude, even the fucking camera flashbulb is abused in this movie. Oh. Even the way they use that, I'm like, Jesus, fuck you.
0: Oh, and When it's like, do you want to go ahead? So that's a perfect jump in to get into it. Do you want to go? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Because it opens with the camera. Flashbulb, but it's a fucking prom!
1: Yeah. It, look, there's also no music going on or anything, if I recall correctly. At said prom? Or oh, nothing no, jumped out. Like, they couldn't afford any sort of soundtrack for this movie. Right. Which, for a 90s horror movie, is a pretty critical sin. And uh,
0: they're at prom, quote-unquote. As in, they're outside in a parking lot, and there's people running around in suits and dresses. They go inside the building. We never actually see the prom. We see the door that leads to the prom, but they can't afford that. So it's just, pretend, it's in your mind's eye.
1: (laughs) I think we see the tiniest bit of it. I do think we get a quick glimpse at it
0: yeah it's like they one of them runs out the door really quick and that's it
1: yeah and so we are introduced to heather and barry and there are a couple Well, actually we're introduced to heather looking around for her boyfriend barry finds him making out with some other girl she gets angry storms off and takes off in his car but he gets in and that's what's happening
0: well she's running around like barry She's right there, and she's screaming his name. At no point is he like, Oh shit, my girlfriend's right there. I better stop making out with this other girl. And then he even like later, she's like, I saw what you were doing, and he's like, What? I can't hang out with my friends. It's like, You were feeling her up. It's like, You won't give me any.
1: Barry's the worst.
0: Oh, I hate him so much. This, and I hate it when horror movies do this, of yes, you should have one or two characters that are complete dickheads that you're like, yes, i so glad that they died. Like the blonde haired guy in the Friday the 13th remake. It's like, yes, he finally got killed. That is every character in this movie.
1: And, like, kind of... You know, there's assholes in real life. We don't have to make these fantasy assholes that nobody on Earth is actually like.
0: Yeah, where um, he starts talking about, like, if he doesn't get laid, he'll get blue balls, and that causes cancer. And then then when Renee Zellweger pops up, and she's like, that's not true. (laughs) And he's like, shut the fuck up!
1: (laughs) Yeah, their friends Jenny and Sean were in the backseat getting high or making out. I don't know, because you don't see them.
0: Right, and it's like... Does it keep uh kind of being uh it's like oh what's the word for it of teased at that Jenny is a lesbian?
1: I think he's teasing her about it, but I do not think she is
0: because later she's like checking out the real estate agent and she's talking about like her tits and stuff.
1: I don't think it was like that. I think it was the nineties, and the thing to do was to make fun of people simply by saying you're gay. Ah, okay. You know, that, that time period.
0: Oh, that funny old shtick.
1: <laughs> yeah. But he gets in a fender bender and just keeps driving, and he gets to this old abandoned road, and then a car seemingly from the fucking bushes yeah. flies out Dukes of Hazard style and T-bones him. And you see the guy
0: of, like, it's the stunt driver, and he looks at the car as he's, like, driving into it, of if he had actually looked at that point, He would have turned. He had plenty of time. It's not like they're going 70 miles an hour. They're going like 10 miles an hour down this
1: dirt road. I wasn't even bothered by this because I'm like, oh, that's one of the family. You know what I mean? Right. Makes perfect sense. I'm like, but no. So that just makes it fucking stupid now. This is just a random accident. This is real. Random guy. They don't even... Do it as like you could do
0: it as a. It's one of the other prom kids who's drunk and like crashed into him. It's not even that. He just gets out and he's like, "I'm okay," and falls down, and that's his entire thing until he's killed later.
1: It was either "I'm okay" or "I'm not hurt" or something. The only reason I bring this up because that's what he's credited as in the movie. Really? Oh yeah, it is. Yes,
0: Vince Brock, amazing job, Vince Brock, bravo.
1: (laughs) Yes, but. He just gets up and goes, I'm okay, and passes out instantly. And they're like, oh no, what do we do? And their car's stuck, the other one won't start. Jenny, Heather, and Barry go looking for help while Sean stays back with the car.
0: And it's just, their delivery of all these lines are just so flat. Of like, the one is like, oh my god, if I killed him, that's manslaughter. And it's delivered like that!
1: The acting is so fucking bad. Honestly, McConaughey and Zellweger, you can tell why they became famous. They're not bad at all, like, as far as, like, acting goes in comparison. But the rest of this is just, like, the worst. It's the room levels. I'm not even joking.
0: Yeah, and even, like, I love McConaughey in this movie, but he doesn't just chew the scenery. He devours it, then shits it out, then chews it again.
1: Dude, he can't do anything normal. He takes a drink, he looks like a maniac. He gets out of his truck, he looks like a maniac. He sits down, he even like does a weird, grumpy, and looks evil. Like He can't do anything subtle in this movie. It's not even like the original Texas
0: Chainsaw, where you know there's something off about these people. But at first, they act normal. From, like, his first words are like, Yeah, get in the truck, I'm gonna kill you.
1: Yeah, we'll get to him in a yeah. minute. But... They're going down the road, and Heather keeps thinking someone's following them. They find what I'm assuming is a dead, rotting dog? Is that a dog?
0: I think it is. It's just like the armadillo in the first one is such an iconic shot. They're like, well, we got to do even even bigger. It's this dead, rotting dog with its guts are out. And it's like, it's just disgusting. It's not.
1: Dude, out of the big four. So like Texas, Halloween, Friday, and Nightmare. Is there another one who loves calling back to their original more than fucking Texas? Oh,
0: to the point of every other Texas Chainsaw movie that comes out now is a direct sequel to the first.
1: And they just try to hit all the beats. We get the chainsaw dance. We get the dead animal. We get the flashbulb sound. You know what I mean? We get a dinner scene. Every single fucking one of these.
0: Yeah, it's like the same movie over and over and over again. It's like how all the different Dracula movies I've talked about of like, they're so similar, but they're change a little bit. But that is a good story.
1: That's a classic tale. This
0: does the exact same thing, but it's just like, yeah, but yeah, I get It's the dinner scene. It's the Texas. It's the uh, chainsaw dance. It's but there's not even cannibalism in this one. They eat
1: pizza. Dude, if I want to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I'll watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I have it. You know, it's still there. It's not like it's gone, and that's why we have to keep remaking it. It's like,
0: huh, I really want to watch Star Wars, and you pick out Thumb Wars.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's legit what it's like. Why do they keep doing this? But anyway, they find the dead rotting dog, and they come across some small business trailer-like thing. Like, it's clearly a business... I think yeah. it's set up like one, it's just a desk in like a waiting room, you know?
0: It's almost like I, and they never, it's almost like she's a realtor or something. It's that kind of like just little weird, like tiny trailer office thing.
1: Yeah, and we're introduced to Darla.
0: She's immediately over the top, immediately like the local boys throw a rock through her window, and she flashes them, and then she's like, ah, they are do anything to get me to flash them. It's like, so they will break out your window, and you're like, how dare you? Here are my boobs.
1: Yeah, one, those are also teenagers, Darla, you are a grown woman, but still, like, how is giving them exactly what they want going to save your windows? Yeah, it's, it's
0: like, no, you love this. Don't act like you're like, oh, those teenagers. It's like, No, you love this
1: attention. Dude, she's just as fucked up as the rest of them. Like, this whole family is fucked up, but none of them in the same way. Oh, to one point, like, Matthew McConaughey is, like, beating
0: the fuck out of her. Five minutes later, she's, like, trying to fuck him over the pizza.
1: Yeah, it's so bizarre. But she calls Vilmer to go, who is Matthew McConaughey, by the way, to go because he has a tow truck. He'll go help get your car
0: out. Oh, and she's it's not even like you remember like the the, this is almost like the cook scene at the beginning at the the very first movie of you know she goes running in to the gas station and the cook's like oh no it's okay it's okay and he's like acting and like trying to get her on his side of like no everything's fine just come with me she's immediately like hey we got a couple more you better go get them
1: yeah it's not hidden but we all know anyway, because we've already seen this movie three times at this point. Yeah, you're
0: no uh, side owl here, lady.
1: <laughs> no, but she goes like, okay, he'll get there. He might seem tough, but tell him where the cows lay down, or some <laughs> weird Texas saying, and he'll be just fine. I don't know.
0: They're like, uh, what, uh, what? think of Texas things. Cows. Yes, there we go. Throw that in there.
1: <laughs> None of them seem drawn back by this, because they're also Texans. Me as a Pennsylvanian, I'm like, Okay. Yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> Vilmer arrives at the crash. He goes up to the passed out kid and Sean's like, he's hurt real bad. He like picks up his head a little bit and just snaps his neck right there. Pulls a knife and goes, don't even think about running down that road. And Sean runs down that road.
0: Yeah. And Matthew McConaughey gives chase and his gigantic tow truck. At no point does the kid run into the woods, get off of the road that the car can drive on.
1: So let's describe Vilmer for a second here. (laughs) Matthew McConaughey, he has a, like, leg brace that's electronic. It's controlled by television remotes, but... Anyway, so he clearly has a limp and everything. He's not fast. Right. Your thing is, if he drives in the truck, he clearly has the advantage of me. If it's a foot chase, I'm getting away. Don't run down the only place the truck can go. On either side, roughly 10... roughly 12 to 20 feet on each side, are woods. He cannot get you there. No, you can easily outrun the
0: man. And he has, like, this weird vacuum hose that, like, connects into his back. And later on, it holds on it for way too long. You're like, that's a vacuum hose.
1: (laughs) He's been shot before and a bunch of other stuff. We keep piecing them together or some shit like that? Yeah, like, nothing will kill him. Like, yeah, he's been shot a million times and
0: stabbed and everything. And it's like... Well, he gets. I guess his weakness is planes.
1: Whoa! <laughs> so fucking stupid. See, that's the kind that's not even fun. That shit. I'm like, that's just bad fucking lazy writing. It's not even entertaining. I can't wait to get there. And there is entertaining bad in this. I'm yeah. I'm thoroughly entertained at some parts, but I'm like, then there's too much of that shit. There's there's not a single good kill either. Oh, by the way, why did I lead off with this? This movie is called the Texas. Chainsaw Massacre? Not a single fucking person is killed with a chainsaw.
0: No, Leatherface carries the chainsaw around and screams and waves it around sometimes and gets it close to people, but yet no one's ever hit by
1: it. The closest we can say is the old couple who's run off the road while Leatherface pokes at their RV with a chainsaw. Yeah. But holy, dude, it's in the fucking title.
0: Does Leatherface even kill anyone in this one? I don't think so. I don't think he does.
1: But that's that's all. Um, He catches up to Sean in the truck. He says, please, mister, you're scaring me in about that tone of voice. um, He starts running back the other way, and now he's chased in reverse, and he's hit with the truck. <laughs> Vilmer puts in the cassette tape like, okay, all you rock and rollers or something like that. I don't know, Like he's a monster truck rally announcer as he backs over back and forth over Sean 20 times killing him.
0: Yeah, it's like, okay, we need to pad out more, like, five more minutes of this movie. Just keep doing it, Matthew. Just back and forth, back and forth. Because he does it for, like, literally, it's it's like a couple straight minutes of him going back and forth over this guy. Finally, he does it one last time, and he's like, I think that did it. It's like, I think it did it the first time!
1: (laughs) Maybe double tap, you know? Yeah. Two times? Okay, I get it.
0: Right. Not 50. The guy is now, like, you've already buried him because he's, like, so ground into the dirt.
1: Yeah, you're not gonna be able to scrape him up now.
0: No. No, Leatherface is gonna be pissed. He can't use any of the skin.
1: (laughs) Our three who left are on their way back, and... Barry and Heather see this truck drive past them, and they start chasing it for a ride. In the opposite direction, mind you. They're on the road back. They go down a side road after this truck for a ride.
0: And it's not like the truck didn't see them. The truck actively swerved around them to get by them. And they go running, like, after it, like, help! It's like, if he was going to help you, he would have stopped. Why are you chasing the man to his house? This is also Texas. You probably don't want to go on someone's private property. They love their guns. No.
1: They got that whole standard ground law or whatever it is.
0: Well, that's another thing I saw like the last couple weeks, someone made like an observation. It's like it's actually very true. The original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, all the kids were trespassing. So in Texas, technically Leatherface is a hero.
1: Uh the exception of Sally. She was drugged there against her will.
0: Yeah, yeah, true. But all the other ones, it's like, nope, stand your ground. They came inside my house. I killed exactly. them with the chainsaw.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but Jenny's left alone, her flashlight dies, and we get this bad her-talking-to-herself dialogue and the others who aren't there, she's, like, filling in their dialogue and stuff. And then we get a garbage bag in the wi- wind jump scare.
0: Yeah, where it looks like she's getting a garbage bag put over her head, but um, it's just a garbage bag in the wind oh real quick which version
1: did you watch i watched next the one titled next generation not the return of texas chainsaw massacre
0: was it 94 minutes or 87 minutes
1: i think it was 94
0: okay I'm so you positive. watched. was there the did you uh have the one where it's the scenes of renee zellweger getting abused by her father at the beginning No. Oh, okay. So you watched the theatrical like I did. The director's cut, I looked into it because I have both versions, of course. And basically it adds like seven minutes of footage. It's mostly just elongated scenes. But the biggest thing that the theatrical cut cut out was Renee Zellweger's father is abusing her at the beginning. And that explains why she can keep such a cool head at the end with the crazy family.
1: I get that's what they're going for. I don't need to see it. That's what they said, but I've seen that version well, before. Honestly, even when you said that to me, that's the first thing that came to my head as you were describing what it was, like that her being abused on. Okay, I get why they're saying that's why she can like, last through all the madness at dinner and everything like that. Okay. Yeah. It's still not very good writing.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs>
1: Heather and Barry arrive at the house they followed the truck to, there's no answer on the door, so they split up, because that's the best idea in this scenario.
0: Heather is the worst. Like, even, like, we, uh, I forgot this part, when they're at, like, the realtor office, or whatever that little trailer thing is with that lady, Darla, is that it? Um, she's sitting right beside water, and she goes, Barry, get me water! And he's like, Ugh, fuck you, babe. It's like, nah, fuck you, give me water. And he has to walk around her to get her
1: the water. In her defense, she just caught him cheating on her. I know that seems like a different movie <laughs> ago. But I'd be like, no, you get the water I'm sitting right next to as well. So, I mean, i give her the pass on it. It's like,
0: what I do, babe, to make you give me exactly. water? It's like, you were literally about to fuck that girl against that post. Dude, yeah, but I don't want cancer.
1: <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, she gets to be a bitch. I, I get it,
0: but she's just so over the top. She's like banging on the door, almost like the people that house this is that isn't answering the door are assholes.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's their fault that you got in a car crash. Granted, it's not their fault either, but still, it's not their problem.
0: It's their, Barry's. Like, maybe they're around back, and she's like, "Well, maybe you should go check." She's like, huh, "Whatever, I guess I'll do everything." And she like kicks the door like super hard, hurts her foot, and then just goes and sits on the swing set.
1: Yeah, she sits on the porch swing, and Leatherface. Reba McIntyre fan Leatherface, I'll call this version, Oh, is behind her smelling her hair.
0: Um, on the uh, VHS cover, Leatherface crosses Divine with Hannibal Lecter.
1: Okay, which, no.
0: Which,
1: no. I get what they're saying, but no, that's not it.
0: No, Divine was way more hardcore than this Leatherface.
1: Yes, but... She's sitting upwards, she's leather faces is behind her, smelling her hair. She keeps reaching up like there's a fly buzzing. She never turns around. And it
0: keeps being like, what the fuck fly? You know who I am? I'm Heather.
1: Dude. And so Barry is around the other side of the house and this guy who is called W pulls a gun on Barry and quotes Ulysses Aunt Gr- S. Grant to him as he draws a line in the sand. He's like, at this line I will make my final stand or whatever. Some Ulysses S. Grant quote. He goes, I bet you didn't know that you said that. That's because you're a bona fide moron.
0: Yeah, his character thing is he quotes people, which later, I forget what he says, of like it's a William Shakespeare quote. But he's like, no, 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 Bill Shakespeare. It's like, it's a Bill Shakespeare. It's (laughs) William Shakespeare. Bill Shakespeare is the one that makes beer on the side, and it's like William's brother. It's like Billy Beer from the 70s.
1: I mean, this guy, if he met William Shakespeare, I'm sure he would call him Bill, so I get it.
0: Yeah, but it's just like, hey, Bill Shakespeare. It's like, no! You fucking idiot!
1: So he's being held at gunpoint, and at this point, Leather finally turns... Leather. Heather! By the way, Leatherface is never referred to as Leatherface in this movie. They only refer to him as Leather. Yes. But Heather turns around and sees Leather. Yeah. And they both scream. They both scream. If we
0: get the first of many, ah! Leatherface screams.
1: Who this is? This is my breaking point with this movie. At first, I'm still like, "This is fucking stupid." Oh well, whatever. I'm in. This is my breaking point. I'm like, "Nope, nope. This is bullshit." No. Uh, Leatherface
0: in this one played by Robert Jax, who was a radio uh, disc jockey who used to do a show with one of the members of the Butthole Servers.
1: Oh, cool. Hey, Robert Jax, fuck you. <laughs> oh, no,
0: I love him in this movie. He's so good. I wonder if he's still alive. I want to meet him. Does he do cons?
1: I don't know. Well, after that, I'm sure we're not getting him on the show.
0: <laughs> 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 I love you, Robert Jax.
1: But Leatherface screams and cowers from this screaming woman in her prom dress. And we do get the classic grab from behind and carry her inside. She gets free. The Leatherface breaks down the door to the room she's hiding in and puts her in a freezer. And she's screaming. And I love Le- Leatherface puts her in the freezer, turns around. She opens the freezer. Leatherface <laughs> turns back around in a panic and closes again. That This part makes me laugh. I'm like, okay, this shit I get. This is kind of that like, Texas Chainsaw 2 humor here. And I can enjoy this, like, like... Four seconds of humor.
0: Well, I, it's, yeah, it's like, she's kicking and screaming. Leatherface puts her in the cooler and just shuts the lid. And it's like, okay, all done. And then she, like, kicks and screams the door open. And it's almost like, what? How did that happen?
1: <laughs> and then puts, like, a big metal. It looks like something you'd make moonshine in, like, thing on top of the freezer to keep her in there. I
0: think it's the, like, you know, in your dryer, there's the big round thing. I think it's that.
1: Now, look pretty, that'd pretty. that be a pretty huge dryer, though. That's like the size of a dryer.
0: Well, yeah, it's one of the big industrial ones, maybe.
1: They have a lot of laundry to do.
0: You know how hard it is to get stains out of skin?
1: I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> but W is at gunpoint taking Barry into the house, like walking behind him with a gun pointed at him. <laughs> but Barry, smartly, I guess, yeah. jumps inside and locks him out. And he thinks his troubles are over. That's, this is the fucked up part, Brett. This guy who lives here walked into a house with a gun, a house that clearly has multiple entrances, and Barry's like, I got you, <laughs> slips inside, shuts the door, doesn't run to barricade more windows or anything, like, huh, that's all over. Well, because he makes a comment of, like, well, I had to use
0: the bathroom anyway. And then he's smart for a split second, and, out, like, outsmarts him. He's like, dumbass. And he just goes sauntering through the house, he goes to the bathroom, like, I, he I, he goes in the bathroom and he shuts the door, and you see, like, the mammary vest on the door, hung up.
1: Dude, and like, he, he heard Heather screaming bloody murder a minute ago, but he just called him goes, hey Heather, are you around? I tricked this guy, he owe me a gunpoint, I locked him out, it's pretty sweet. Like, you're just so calmly talking, like he's in his own house. Yeah. Like, it's so fucked up. Yeah, we live here now, this is my house.
0: Finders keepers.
1: Yeah, but after he gets done taking a piss, he turns around, and a body in the tub freaks him out, that, like, he backs up and is killed by Leatherface, Leatherface finds him, does he hammer him in the head, am I correct? Oh,
0: okay, yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's like a giant sledgehammer, so I guess Leatherface does kill someone in this.
1: Yeah, that's right, Okay. He goes to put his body in the freezer, which lets Heather <laughs> escape, and then he grabs her meat-hookser.
0: Yeah, and the original movie, the meat-hook scene, is so iconic. And it's just like, it, the actress like really plays it up and does a really great job in it. This one, it's like, hang her on the hook. Ah! Oh, no! And, to the, and she starts swinging back and forth to where, like, you can catch a glimpse of the harness that's keeping her held up in there, like, d- for the movie.
1: Dude, and it's like, the first, the original Meat Hook had such a tense build up to it, you know what I mean? Like, just getting grabbed and pulled in, like, Super quiet, and then like this monster of a human who's terrifying. Like, I for real, I want to compliment that first one, it's so yeah. damn good to the point we don't even see the gore. And you swear to god, you did it's such a beautifully, beautifully perfect buildup. And then this is just spits in its face. This is that scene from wish.com, dude. You're not even kidding, it's so bad. And they just you can't just rip off the first one and expect to get the same reaction without putting any of the work in.
0: No, it's like if they did Joel's like four but it's basically the exact same story but done way worse
1: yeah that's pretty accurate Emid he hooks her back on the road jenny sees a truck coming waves him down it's vilmer he's get in are you the tow truck guy yeah get in where's sean are you getting in she's untrusting but she does get in right um, he starts yelling at her. Look at the trunk. Look at the back. No, look at the back. Here, wait—you can't see with your glasses. Like she won't look at the back of the truck. Finally, like kind of makes her, and she sees Dead Sean and the other boy back there.
0: Where she's like, I don't really want to look in the back, and like he slaps the glasses off of her, like grabs her neck, or, like real aggressive, like shaking, her, shaking her back and forth. And this should be like a huge like oh my fucking god i'm freaking out like this guy's insane but she's almost like
1: please don't do that mister yeah and like the door's hanging open she's basically telegraphing she's gonna jump she looks (laughs) down looks back at him he's like go ahead you're letting me go go ahead (laughs) like do it like make your own choice and she's like Okay, and she jumps out of the truck. Yeah, where he she looks
0: back and forth at the door so many times. Even Vilmer is like, just fucking do it. What are you waiting for?
1: Yeah, but she jumps out, and he's like, okay, it's go time again. He puts in a cassette and starts driving after her. At least she's smart and just doesn't go on the road. She goes into a field. Not better than the woods, but I guess that's what was there.
0: This scene almost kind of reminds me of Halloween 5, when Michael Myers is chasing Jamie through the field in the car, and she runs into the woods, and you see, like, the headlights through the woods and stuff. Kind of reminds me of that. Just... Even, and this tells you, because I hate Halloween 5. It's a horrible movie. It's probably not the worst of the Halloween franchise, but right there by it. That was done a million times better.
1: Dude, Halloween 5 is a masterpiece in comparison. Yes. But she's running through the woods and everything. He's driving after. And it keeps doing this thing that so many horror movies do, and it's never good in any Where it's you cut to the POV pursuit and then the in front of the pursuit, the POV in front, and they never line up. And I can't even blame this movie. Like that's such a common occurrence that I hate and it really bugs me. Yeah. To where like the POV they're far away, but when it shows like the real time, like he's right on or like in two seconds he'd hit her, but it never lines up. I just wish movies would stop doing this.
0: And sometimes it holds on the scene for like a few seconds too long where you can see of like, oh yeah, he's driving like two miles an hour.
1: Yeah. She makes it to the trees and he just stops and gets out and stands there. No, she just stands there. He stops. He goes, well, if that's what you want, live and learn. And he drives away.
0: I, I he shuts all the lights off and how this movie goes, you almost expect Jenny to go, Oh, he's gone. And just walk right back out. Whew. <laughs> like, glad that's over. Let's go
1: back to prom. Dude. Listeners, if you haven't seen this movie and you're listening to it, Brett's not exaggerating. If that would happen, it would 100% be in line with the rest of the movie. Not even an exaggeration. No. Like that, I'm surprised. That could legit be a cutscene. Oh, yeah, like Without honestly. even shocking me if I saw it, I wouldn't blink an eye compared to the rest of the movie.
0: No, because other people do that exact same thing. We just talked about how Barry thought that he was home free because he locked himself inside the murderer's house.
1: No, he locked a single door. He didn't even lock himself in there.
0: And then it took time to go take a piss.
1: The reason Vilmer lets her go is because Leatherface is right behind her, chases her with a chainsaw through the small river that goes to the house. She gets in, shuts the door, runs upstairs, and <laughs> is this a mannequin? I'm it's, confused.
0: I th- it's I think it's supposed to be a dead body that's propped up, but it looks like a guy in like you know, like the Dawn of the Dead zombies are just gray. Yeah, It looks like that, but he's just standing there, and it's a police officer, and then she comes out with his gun, but it's so jarring, because at first you're like, oh look, a cop, but then you're like, wait a minute, he's just standing there.
1: Dude, I rewound it three times, I still couldn't tell what the hell it was, but granted that it never came back into play, I just chalked it up as mannequin, I don't know. I'm saying dead body because
0: he has the I mean, exact the same, too. yeah,
1: like inanimate, like not a character.
0: Exactly. Cause he has the exact same color to him that the dead bodies at the dinner table scene later have.
1: <laughs> you know what else the color reminds me of? Huh. You remember in Saw where Gordon cuts his leg off and it gets all blue? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Hope I'm fine now! Like, if he was in this movie, like, if Saul was done the exact same way as this, he would cut his leg off and be like, okay, I'm gonna go to Denny's, I'm pretty hungry. And just go crawling out, like, everything's
1: fine! It's the same shade of blue, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> used for that be used for him. That's a good one. <laughs> but, um, where are we at? Oh, so she grabs the gun from the dead body mannequin slash... Character who never comes back. Whatever the fuck this is, she goes back to the stairs. Leatherface breaks. Look what your brother did to the door. <sighs> breaks into the house, and she goes to shoot him. The gun's empty. And then she runs upstairs, jumps out a window onto the roof. We got our roof chase. Here's the other thing about this movie, Brett. I've seen this movie many times. I've made it to the like the very end exactly once. <laughs> this is honestly usually where I tap out. Really? I don't know why. By the time we get to this roof chase, well, I'm like, you know what? I, I just don't care. Because
0: it's like 100% like the original movie again, of she jumps through the window, and the window looks exactly the same. The shot is like lined up exactly the same, basically. But Renee Zellweger doesn't exactly go through the window completely until it cuts, because you see her like half go through it, and then it cuts, and she's outside. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and then we get the roof chase. She climbs up an old antenna and jumps onto a power line. She falls and gets quiet for the first time in a while. Like, you don't hear the chainsaw buzzing or anything. Then, (laughs) more chase. Dude, there's so many fucking chases in this that it loses its, like, appeal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because she chases her back into the woods. She makes it back to Darla's. And I know we're both sounding like broken records here, Brett, but it's exactly the same as the the uh, gas station from the first one. Just
0: lacking all of the charm.
1: Yeah, exactly. But she goes into Darla. Darla's like, there's no one out there! Uh, there's probably some kids picking on you. She goes, she tells Darla that Vilmer killed Sean, and this, like, makes her go cold for a second, Darla. Like, he wasn't supposed to kill them yet or something? I don't know. Yeah. Or that, oh shit, you've been discovered, she knows it's you? I don't know. Yeah. And then she calls... She goes, okay, I'll call and get some help. She calls and W to come, and he shows up with a bag and a cattle prod and zaps her and beats her with it. He They tie her up and put her in the trunk with the bag over We get some more quotes and some zapping, and I have lost interest... <laughs> <laughs> That's it's, where Darla goes to get pizza. Yeah, Darla goes on a pizza run. Of It's like, oh yeah,
0: I got your large pepperoni, got your large vegetarian. I love they throw a vegetarian pizza in there. That part is actually a little funny.
1: It is kind of, just knowing who we're dealing with it's kind of funny. And
0: because, well, Jenny is in the back, uh, in the trunk, kicking and screaming, and the pizza guy is like, sounds like something's in your trunk and he she's like you want to come see and he's like yeah and then he thinks for a second he's like no i'll get in trouble
1: yeah so she thinks she's off free she goes back there opens the trunk and she's like what's wrong Like, i can't breathe in here she goes if i open a hole by your mouth are you gonna scream she's like no she does shuts the trunk just as two a cop comes up behind her because a cop and his partner who do you know who the partner is huh Deborah! That's Stone Cold Steve Austin's ex-wife. What? From, and she was in the WWE as a manager back in like the Attitude Era. No shit. That's the woman cop here. Yeah, <laughs>
0: That's funny. That's awesome.
1: But yeah, the guy cop goes up to hit on her a little bit, and she does this weird creepy flirting where she just silently like goes, uh, 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 and like, waves by to him and drives away.
0: Yeah. Also, little thing, why do they put the drinks in a paper bag? seems so weird
1: that is weird i want to say well that might be normal but no i've never had it like if i've gotten soup at takeout they do that yes
0: but if you get multiple drinks drinks. they put them in that flimsy cardboard drink carrier that falls apart
1: and i know that was a thing at this time i was alive at this time and i know they had those
0: yeah so it's like uh, they gives her her drinks in a bag is this like canada where they have bag milk
1: I have no idea.
0: Here's your bag of soda, ma'am. It's like they literally <laughs> just dump the soda into the paper bag and it's leaking out. It's like, oh, my favorite. <laughs> After the soda's gone, you can suck on the bag.
1: Dude, that's not a terrible idea. Like if you could like make the bag out of some kind of like edible material, we oh, might yeah. be onto something. I, I got to cut all this out.
0: Yeah, it's like make it out of some kind of ice cream type thing. So it's almost like a root yeah. beer float bag. <laughs> but now it's all sticky. <laughs>
1: copyright throbbing with horror no one touched that (laughs) but yeah so she gets the pizza she goes back home on her way back home heather is in the middle of the road she stops and gets out and she bops her with a stick a couple times she's like help me she's okay she goes and gets a stick and i'm not exaggerating because like she doesn't even commit to the switch uh like bops her a couple times in the head it's like ah please don't hit me she goes fine but don't go crawling away. It just leaves her there and drives back to the house. She's just
0: the Heather's just like, please stop it. You're kind of annoying me. It's like you're not trying to kill me. You're just being annoying.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she just nonchalantly goes, okay, and leaves her there. She gets to the house. Leatherface gets Jenny from the trunk. She's carrying the pizzas in, and as she's at the door, she's like, oh yeah, by the way. The- found one of the girls crawling away in the middle of the road back there. Yeah, you might want to go like, it get It doesn't her. even strike her as important. It's not like she pulls in and she's like, hurry up, we got to go get her now. It's just, a, oh yeah, by the way. Oh yeah, this
0: thing's happening, whatever. It's like, oh, there's a, sale, there's a yard sale down the road. They had some VHS tapes. You might want to go check it out, whatever.
1: Yeah, that's like the level of urgency she gives this situation.
0: They do not, they're just so extremely insane, or just so like, please just catch me, because I'm tired of being in this horrible movie. If I go to jail, I get to leave the movie!
1: Yeah. But they have Jenny tied up there. Vilmer is feeling her teeth? And choking her? I don't know.
0: Yeah, and he like, straddles her, he like, sets on her lap, and like, does that kind of thing, and yeah, it's like, feeling her teeth, and is now, like, way over the top again, of, like, he's playing with all of his remotes, and he's like, why aren't my batteries charged?
1: Yeah, and he's also pissed about the door being broke, he's so oh. pissed he leaves.
0: Uh, where, this is the the original movie, the, look what your brother did to the door! is like, such an amazing line, and I love it so much. This one is literally, look what your brother did to this door. And he holds it up, and then puts it down.
1: But apparently pisses him off because he leaves, and Darla goes to Jenny. Now don't you go letting him get to you, like what the fuck? Um, Leatherface drags Heather in, and Vilmer bites like the bridge of her nose off. Okay, am am I correct in this? I I don't remember her biting her nose off. Yeah, he like holds her down. Originally, I thought he bit her tongue out, but then we see later it's not that, and she has like an all scabbed up nose. Oh, okay. There's some weird bullshit here. I'm just going to get through some of it. Darla's brushing Jenny's hair in another room in front of a mirror. And she tells her that Vilmer works for the people who control everything, not the government. So she's saying that Vilmer's in the Illuminati, which at first, you're like, bullshit. She's like, I can't leave. I have a bomb planted in my neck. Like, they'll go off if I leave. And... Vilmer storms in after she reveals this, kicks her out. He's going to slit Jenny's throat, but she does some smooth talk. Like, you want me alive for something? And he stops. Yeah. And where he's like, give me your reason not to. Tell me why
0: I won't. It's like, for some reason. That's correct. <laughs> he's also talking about, like, oh, the FBI. They're outside. Do you, you don't think every wall in this house is bugged?
1: Dude, it might be by the end of it, and I hate that I'm saying that. Yes,
0: exactly. And by the end of it, you're like, yeah, every room is probably bugs because you're part of some weird underground Illuminati thing with a guy that has nipples on his stomach that are pierced.
1: No, they're not. We'll get there. They're not nipples. But (laughs) uh, At dinner, there's a domestic dispute. Leatherface brings Jenny to the table and... Everyone's fighting and Leatherface starts crying because mom and dad are fighting. Yeah. And it's just like everyone's screaming and howling at once that lets Jenny just calmly pick up the shotgun. There's way too long of a standoff here. Like it goes on forever, doesn't it?
0: Don't we also get where it's leather is this where we get pretty face leatherface where he's like doing his makeup in the mirror and he puts on the new yeah. face and the new like nice chest thing and he has like the pretty dress on and stuff and Leatherface, it's like uh, marilyn monroe going to like whatever big ball is going on like the presidential like when she sang happy birthday mr president and he's like yes i look fabulous
1: Dude, you said Marilyn Monroe, it reminded me of when we did Fade to Black, and you know what's bad? I'm mm. like, I would have rather been watching Fade to Black again. Oh,
0: no, no, the Fade to Black is... that. One I remember saying, like, oh, let's do Fade to Black, and then, like, watching it, I was like, oh, this was a mistake. Oh, it was far superior. No, I like this one a lot more. This one's more fun. For me.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, Leatherface is crying during the domestic dispute, and she gets the gun, and we have the longest standoff oh. in the world he just goes, get down. Everyone except for Vilmer gets down. And he's like, that might be loaded. Believe me, girl, if he left that anywhere, you could get it. It's not loaded. It, this goes on for, like, ten fucking minutes. Yeah, to
0: where, once again, Matthew McConaughey just almost loses patience and just grabs the gun and starts throwing the, like, deep throat motion to it, the, like, uh, 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 thing to the gun.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, like, but here's the thing. Eventually, he gets the gun back and points it up. Shoots. it was loaded the whole time.
0: Yeah. She just pulled the. It's a double barrel shotgun. She pulled the wrong barrel trigger.
1: Yeah. But at this point, Jenny runs, takes off, takes Darla's car, and starts driving. Vilmer is on the roof or upstairs jumps out onto the hood the sound he fucking makes i can't even fucking do it it's fucking hilarious please tell me you've noticed it's like
0: i like it's just matthew mcconaughey doing the most like i can just do whatever i want and go extremely over the top matthew mcconaughey is almost reminds me of like nicholas cage of if you just go do whatever you want he's gonna go extreme you have to like direct him and reel him in some
1: dude i'm glad you said that because i was thinking I'm like this is so early that matthew mcconaughey really could have gone the nick cage route and i'm so upset that he didn't yes but jenny runs he's on the hood uh she gets him to fall off but he lifted the hood i guess so the hood lifts where she can't see she wrecks into something (laughs) well she she bumps (laughs) into something yeah, I guess that's more accurate. But she gets out and she's pulled under the car because Vilmer's down there and taken back to the house. Oh, this is where Leatherface is wearing the new face. Yes, and dude.
0: that's right. Because I forgot that that's just right before the dinner scene is when that happens when he's getting himself all made up and stuff. Very pretty Leatherface.
1: Yes, but Darla and Vilmer have a weird remote control makeout section session where. They're using that?
0: Yeah, where she grabs the remote controls and is, like, fucking with his leg, and that pisses him off. And then they almost, like, aggressively, like, fuck on the table. And then she's, like, pushing him off, and he goes, like, banging against the wall, and you almost looks like that just turns him on more. So here he comes again, and she grabs the pizza, and she's like, you want some meat? Come on in here.
1: And then now it's dinner time. Yes. And... oh. Oh. Everyone's seated at the table. Yes. Matthew McConaughey comes in and we get the, all right, all right, all right. More aggressive than normal. I kind of like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a, and it's 100% you're sitting there in the audience like, yay, he did the Matthew McConaughey thing. And you start clapping.
1: <laughs> From what I understand, this is only the second appearance of the all right, all right, all right. Although it came out later where there was more. But yeah. this would have been only the second time he did it. Was Dazed and Confused the other one? Yes.
0: Okay. Which that movie is just think. like rewatching that and his character and that where he's like, you know, the best thing about these high school girls is I get older and they stay the same age. Yes, they do. It's like at f- when you first watch it, when you're like a middle or high school, you're like, ah, oh, it's funny. Now you're like, that's fucking creepy as shit. How old is Matthew McConaughey in this movie? Dude,
1: <laughs> he's, he's as creepy as the cook from sleepaway camp. Yeah.
0: Look at all this fresh chicken.
1: Yeah. But, okay, so we have a new grandpa, a bunch of corpses propped up, fancy Leatherface, Darla, W, Vilmer, Jenny, and a bunch of pizzas. So that's what we're dealing with here. And also, Heather's brought in who's passed out. Jenny gets up to leave. She's like, all of you, shut up. She points at Leatherface, like, sit down. And he does, like, he listens to her. She's going to leave. It's. She gets up
0: and Leatherface starts. She starts doing the ah thing and just shut the fuck up and points yeah. at him and he just sits <laughs> back down.
1: And she's about to leave, but then Vilbert dumps a bunch of gas on Heather's back and lights her on fucking fire. To she gets up, starts running. Darla uses the extinguisher and puts her out. And then everything's going to chaos, but a limousine pulls up, and here's where shit gets weird.
0: Well, even at this point. Uh, Grandpa gets fed up with the movie And walks off the screen
1: <laughs> Never to be seen again he's just, There's no more Grandpa
0: so he's just like, Fuck this
1: Dude the makeup on Grandpa Is the worst in the franchise oh, right here too
0: It's He's the same like Grey color as all the dead bodies So at first you're like oh he's dead Until he gets up and walks away Cause he's like fuck this movie
1: To be fair though Grandpa is always able to be mistaken For a corpse
0: Yeah. But he's always in, like, a wheelchair and, like, can never really move. He moves a little bit. This one, he just stands up and walks away, like, not, like, hobbling or anything. It's just like, nah, he looks like he's, like, oh, he's, like, 62.
1: Yeah. But the limo pulls up and this weird voice guy comes out. It's legit, like, the Illuminati or the Illuminati ripoff. He calms Jenny down, tells her to sit down. Leatherface holds her down. And looks at Vilmer, goes, "Fuck! This is appalling. You are here for one reason only. I want these people to know the meaning of horror. Oh. So, is this some like fucking proto cabin in the woods like stuff yeah. done poorly? And it's just like
0: they they're in a horror movie, and they're talking about like they need to experience horror." where they're talking about, like, the character, but also the audience. It's like, nothing about this is horrific, except for the filmmaking itself.
1: We know horror, thank you. We have a show about it. This isn't it.
0: No, I've been watching horror since I was, like, five or six years old. Even at that age, I would watch this and be like, something's off.
1: But he unbuttons his shirt and his is all carved up and weird and he has piercings like along the top of his stomach like that look like those door knockers three like rings and this freaks Jenny out and then he licks her and I guess to his credit this is the most horrifying thing in the movie so I guess he does know the meaning of it
0: oh yeah he's the most horrific part and then he just leaves
1: yeah it's like, it's leaves, like
0: it's almost like it's almost like the like the producer came in to the movie and went like this movie is not good enough. This is how you do it. Ugh, look at my weird belly nipples. <laughs> okay, do it like that.
1: And then like he leaves and I guess after his pep talk, Vilmer's inspired because he uses his robo leg to stomp Heather's head while he comes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what's going on. Because Matthew McConaughey's
0: face goes bright red, and he's just like, uh, 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 and then you yeah. hear the squash, and it's like, uh.
1: <laughs> yeah, and like, you see his head, like, going out like he's, yeah, 100%. Skew 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 he starts whining and fucking cutting himself. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with Darla. <laughs> She's just yelling. Leatherface going, Aah! the whole time. Grandpa's gone. I don't actually know what happened to W. It's just chaos. So Jenny runs again.
0: Jenny's like, no one's paying attention to me. Everyone's just kind of doing their own thing. So... I'm sorry, I'm just going to leave. Like, this party's kind of getting weird. I want to go home.
1: Yeah, Leatherface starts up the chainsaw as she's running. Vilmer grabs her leg, but she grabs his leg remote and, like, I guess messes with it enough that she can get away.
0: Yeah, and the leg remote, it literally, like, okay, now bend your knee. Now bend it back. Yeah. It does that!
1: She runs out the front door, and Leatherface runs after her. Vilmer runs out onto the porch and goes, Get her, Leather! Uh, and then, get that bitch! <laughs> Am I correct? At the end, does he say, Go, Filmer! As he runs out? Something like, yeah, I don't know. But it's just... Filmer, like, go! Like, he's calling
0: his own shots? Yeah, like, talking to about himself in the third person.
1: Now Filmer will run! <laughs> ah! Dude, it's morning at this point because it's a Texas sequel, and there's this RV going down this uh-huh. dirt road, and Mister Spottish is driving. I know because only like, here you go, Mister Spottish, and hands him a Bloody Mary.
0: Yeah, first thing in the morning while they're driving. If you don't know, Bloody Marys had vodka in them, yes, and it's a giant just glass. Fucking
1: disgusting. This
0: is like a liter of Bloody Mary that she hands him.
1: Dude, have you ever had one?
0: I've had it because my dad likes them. I had a drink of one one time, not a fan.
1: I ordered one one time while we were out somewhere early and it's fucking awful. I'm like, this is disgusting. I feel
0: bad you had to order that and pay for that. I took a drink
1: and I was like, ugh. But she's running after them. Leatherface is running after her. Uh, She gets in the RV, but then she's in there. You think she's safe, but the tow truck comes tearing off with Leatherface on the back of it. Like poking at them with the chainsaw and it somehow tips the rv over when it hits some brush and then there's a chase on the ground jenny's running and a plane that we saw earlier like a crop like dusting plane comes down and just hits filmer and he dies
0: yeah and it's i've seen this pointed out about this movie too and now that i've notice it I can't not see it of the crop duster plane might see like oh look someone's chasing those people because at first it looks like look Leatherface is chasing the two people in front you would think you would go down and take out the person in the very back that is chasing the people no it goes around them and kills Vilmer
1: yeah it's so fucking dumb dude it's a complete like the heroes did nothing the villains didn't make a mistake it's like an anvil. It's an anvil drop. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's literally a Looney Tunes anvil drop. That's how they end the movie. Uh, we gotta, it, we
0: gotta do something to end this movie. Uh, well, we got a little bit more money in the budget. Get a plane!
1: It, it's ridiculous. Leatherface starts crying, and that's all he does this movie. The limo pulls up, and Jenny gets in for some reason with the... Weird symbol, stomach licky man, but she does.
0: Yeah, did you not see the limo earlier? She sees the limo and is almost like, I'm saved!
1: Oh, but, and as she gets in, we have a screaming hysterically chainsaw dance.
0: Oh, where it's not even, it's like as much of a dance as Leatherface is spinning in a circle.
1: Yeah, and she's in the limo and the guy's like, I'm sorry, this has been an abomination. He, he apologizes, like, I'm not going to hurt you. Would you like to go to the local hospital or to the police station? And I guess she's at the hospital, and his police there, so two birds, one stone. And she's given her a statement, and this lady on a stretcher is pushed past her. Yes, and this is Sally from the original movie.
0: And do you know who's pushing her?
1: Yes, I do. Uh, not to be the same character, no. but it's the same actor, Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a fun trip, Sally, if we cameo in this one. (laughs) (laughs) But Sally's actually playing Sally, from what I understand. So, like, she's still this traumatized, I guess? Like, that she's still here? What the fuck? Like, no. No, 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 no. I I love seeing Sally again, like the original Sally. Yeah. Come on. Uh,
0: Matthew McConaughey, this is not all right, all right, all right.
1: No, and there's a more screaming chainsaw dance, and then credits.
0: Yeah, and this is where it's just Leatherface spinning in a circle. It's not the cool chainsaw dance where he's swinging the chainsaw all around. He's literally just like, "Wee!"
1: Dude, I feel like we ruined everyone's Halloween today.
0: Yeah, well, I even see where it's like the Illuminati guys like apologizing to her. It's almost like he's apologizing to the audience of like, "I know."
1: Yeah, definitely. I don't know if that's intentional meta or not, but it works. Alright, so I guess this is where we get into the Count of the Dead.
0: Yes, let's get into the Count of the Dead. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh.
1: Alright, so the Count of the Dead is where we tally up all the deaths in the movie. Where do you think we landed with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation? Um, God.
0: I'm trying not to... too many, to be no. honest.
1: Not many at all. I didn't count the random corpses in this one. Because I don't know how long we've fucking been there.
0: I want to say, like, two or three, so I'm going to say three, and it's probably two.
1: It is five. It is our original prom crew, minus Jenny, Mm -hmm. plus the other boy, plus Vilmer.
0: That's right. I forgot. I forgot about the guy. Yeah, so.
1: I mean, it's not memorable. No. uh, I'm not even, like, picking on this movie. There's not one cool death in this movie.
0: No, not really. Like, the coolest kind of is the airplane kill, but it's so ridiculous that you're, like, it's just stupid.
1: Well, there's not even cool gore with it or anything. Because at the end of the day, this is a slasher. Whether you want to call the first like Texas Chainsaw Massacre a slasher or not, that's up for debate. But this is definitely, at least in the slasher genre. And we don't even have like a cool gore kill or anything like that. And you don't need that, but you have to have other shit to back it up if you don't have that. It's, this has none of it. No. But yeah, five kills.
0: Yuck. Yay. <laughs> that's a count of the dead. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, and I do my ratings from Dimension Z. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, so, basically, I take something from the movie and I rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. And Makes sense. Oh, God. What the fuck do you do for this one?
1: Bad movies. <laughs> w- waste of time.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I was about to do pizza, but we've done that before. Okay, okay here's a good one. Remote controls. Oh, I mean, sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm
1: trying to. Th- that's the best I could think of. So, Dude, I don't want you to give your best effort for Texas Chainsaw Next no. Gen anyway. Remote control is perfect. I
0: wasn't going to think on this one for too long. So a number one remote control, the worst kind, is just a remote control that doesn't have any batteries in it, so it doesn't work. Okay, that a- makes sense. number 10 remote control is a remote control that does have batteries in it, so it does work. <laughs>
1: i'm gonna give texas
0: chainsaw masker the next generation
1: whatever you're gonna say hey whatever you're gonna say take it back i don't even do it this isn't like a game people it's not like i know what he's gonna say but i know what he's gonna say Fucking walk it back
0: (laughs) i'm honestly because i do have fun with this movie I'm going to give it five remote controls out of 10. It works half the time, right. half the time it doesn't. I, it this doesn't work half the time. This is a horrible movie, but every single time I watch it, I have the best time laughing at it.
1: Good God. Greg? I gave it one and a half. Ooh. That was generous. That was me being extremely generous to you.
0: I was expecting a one. That's
1: awesome. Well, because I did point out as few as they were, like, the tiny bits of humor that made me laugh at it, similar to 2. Right. And that was, like, the one bit, like, McConaughey's overacting. So good. were like, the only saving graces. I'm like, but even that could only bump it up a half, one and a half remote controls.
0: W is completely forgettable. Why is he even there? It's not like he's a good, it's like, you're not the new hitchhiker. That's an over-the-top amazing character. You're just, like, random guy who's in truck.
1: Yes. No, there's no point to it.
0: Yeah, so, happy Throbtober, everybody!
1: Yeah, sorry Halloween sucks now.
0: <laughs> uh.
1: Alright, well, we'll be back tomorrow with something. Yes. Hopefully better.
0: Yes, but, honestly, if you just want... <laughs> or should
1: we, like, put all the bad ones together so everyone <laughs> stops with Throbtober, like, fuck this! There's a huge dip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah <laughs> like, just, like double this with like death house and whatever else other shit we have this
0: month one last thing i will say i did enjoy this one a lot more than that new one that came out on netflix
1: dude i thought you might say that and i, I took a step back and i can't say that in the slightest really? i had a way better time watching that one Oh, 100
0: was so bad
1: No, nowhere near as bad as this. This close. at
0: least has Matthew McConaughey in it, to do those over-the-top parts where you're like, okay, this part's fun. That had none of that.
1: I watched that one. If I'm being real here, not exaggerating. If I am stuck somewhere with only these two movies for a year, I'm probably watching that one... Six times for every one of these. Oh,
0: no. Mine's the exact opposite. Of every once in a while, I might get bored with Next Gen and pop that one in and be like, oh, yeah, Next Gen's a lot better.
1: Yeah, no way for me. But, I mean, that's that's fine. I don't get it. I, I don't get the love for this movie. But, hey, we run into this once in a while.
0: Yeah, and, and you know my love of bad movies. So, that's why I love this one so much. So, the fact that I love it and it's that bad should tell you something.
1: Yeah, all right. All right. But yeah, we'll have something good for you as tomorrow, hopefully. Yeah, so
0: happy October, happy Halloween, and we hope that Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation, or the return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, whatever the fuck you want to call it, has left your brain throbbing with horror. Do you like throbbing with horror? Their early shows were a little too avant-garde for me, but I hear if you follow them on the social
1: media, they do terrific work. You should probably rate them five stars wherever you're listening to them. It makes our show a cut above the rest. Make sure you tune in next week. Wouldn't want to miss another episode, right? (laughs) Hey, Paul!